A couple years ago, uh, I was at the gym and I was on the elliptical, and there's these two women who are kind of my age on opposite sides. And the two women, um, they're talking to each other through me. And they're talking very loudly, kind of screaming at each other about this other woman who has a drinking problem and some other, other of her vices, and they're gossiping through me. <laughs> so, and you have to understand, when I work out, I have headphones on that are noise-canceling because I want to hear my country music. Um, you know, that, that's what God wants. So if you're talk, if I can hear your conversation while working out, listening to country, loud country music, you are really talking loud. So at that point, I decided, you know, I'm extremely patient, so I'm going to give it 10 minutes, um, which is not long. But so anyhow, I actually gave it 20 minutes. And at that, after 20 minutes, I was driving up the wall because I can't even concentrate. I'm listening to this gossip, but I'm being forced to. So I'm not going to get angry, but I did stop and say, you realize I can hear your entire conversation. And said, you guys, if you guys want to gossip, why don't you go on this side and stand next to her uh, at the machine next to her? Well, you know, like, their anger was incredible because it's like, <laughs> it's like I could have shot their dog or something. I just, you know, and I guess I thought their behavior was out of control. So the next day I go to the gym and this woman I've never seen before, she comes up to me and she says, I know who you are. Well, so I said, well, great, I know who I am too. Who are you? Um, and she says, well, you're that priest. And I said, yeah, I am that priest. And she says, I don't like what you said to my friend yesterday. And I said, I just told him I didn't, you know, my motivation was that I didn't want to hear their gossip. And she says, well, you should be nice. And I said, well, I was loving. The loving thing to do would be not to force me to listen to gossip about some other woman's sins. Um, and anyhow, this strange part is, and a lot of people have this theology that religion is about being nice. Like, you should be nice so that we're all smiles. But shouldn't religion really be about becoming loving and truthful? Not just polite, because if it's just about being polite, then it's a matter of being controlled by popularity. Shouldn't we be controlled about what is most loving? And sometimes what's most loving is actually to go against people and say, you know, I can hear your entire conversation. And that's not really persecution. That's actually the loving thing to do, in my opinion. But the problem is a lot of Americans think that religion is about being polite and sweet. Religion is about becoming loving to the point of self-sacrificing, that I'll, I'm willing to die for the sake of love. And I mention it because in the gospel, Jesus tells the apostles that they're going to be persecuted and suffer. And like if I was an apostle, I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> We're following the way of love and it leads to persecution? We'll be hated? I, Jesus, you got to rethink this. <laughs> that, that should strike you as really strange. But then he says, don't worry, the Holy Spirit will speak through you. Well, what does that mean? I, I think that, yeah, 
we pray and we pray and pray, we follow the way of Christ so that our actions are not controlled about being popular or polite. It's actually about being loving. And sometimes being loving will end up with persecution. But the Holy Spirit will speak through us. If we pray enough, we'll actually say our actions will say the right thing. I don't think it means that I'll have the perfect zinger to come back at you with. I think we pray and pray so that the Holy Spirit speaks through us, that our actions are loving. Or take today. Um, today is a feast day, which I forgot to wear red, but I'm blaming the deacon. Of <laughs> the Chinese, I, no, get used to it. I will blame always the deacon. But today is the day of the, Christ, the Chinese martyrs. Do you know 30,000 Catholics died in the Chinese persecution after the Boxer Rebellion? 30,000. And there are really gruesome stories about how they will not turn away from the faith. They'd rather die. And many of them, like 120, are named as saints. But even being persecuted, they didn't act out in anger or resentment. They acted out in bravery and love and uh, amazing amount of fortitude, refusing to hate those who even kill them. That's what I think it means that the Holy Spirit will speak through us. It gave a great testimony of courage and faith. Um, religion is not about being nice or polite, that sometimes the way of love does have some persecution in it, but it is the way of love, not nice. Or just one strange thing I was thinking about in the first reading about when Joseph um, finally sees his dad and his dad, Israel, wraps himself around his neck and can't stop crying um, and says, at this point, I could die now that I have shown you my love. And why that touched me during the reading is, this sounds really strange, my dad, before he died, you know what his greatest regret was? that his dad, well, my grandfather was a good person, my grandfather never in his life told his children that he loved them. That just was not something my grandfather would do. And he was a very moral man. But maybe the higher call is not to be this image of stoic uh, morality, but what his kids needed was to be told, I love you, I love you, I love you. And they did love each other, but they would never had the courage to actually say, I love you. And even I asked my dad, I said, that's bizarre. And my dad's answer was, that's Butte, Montana. <laughs> but I just think love and courage go together. And if love and courage go together, you know there's going to be ending up where you're going to say the thing that's going to annoy somebody. You'll have the courage to actually say, I love you. Um, courage and love go together, and sometimes it ends with a little bit of pain.